We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Sashir. Nicole. Listen. What's going on? Have you seen the trailer to Beyonce's documentary? I have. Yes, I have. I'm excited. I've already bought us tickets. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. I saw that it was coming out and I was like, this woman's taking more money from me and mm-hmm. I can't wait to give it to her. Yeah. Um, I'm so deeply excited. Yeah. Yeah, we already saw the show live, but I want to see it again. We saw it live. We get to see behind the scenes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, buy another silver outfit to go to the movies. (laughs) I Maybe she'll tell us a different color to wear to the movies. Ooh, I hope. I hope so, too. Um, Yeah, what a Christmas treat. What a Christmas treat. You know, it's December 1st. It's the beginning of the holiday season. Yeah. You know? It's great. We have it's that, great. and Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." December is going to be great. <laughs> there was a part of me, um, you you seen the Vegas? What do they call it? Ball? The sphere? That, the sphere? The uh-huh. it's like a big old screen. Yeah, and I was like, I wonder if they're playing Renaissance Fair. But I didn't look. The fuck up if it is. We are flying Comfort Plus to <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. We I almost just said Las Vegas, New Jersey, and that's just not it. <laughs> no, Nevada. How do we look up what's playing in the sphere? I haven't even tried to look up. Me either. But does the sphere show movies or is it concerts? I think so far it's been concerts. Oh. But I feel like this is a concert film. So and like, it should be shown in a sphere, right? Okay, Judith's pulling it up. Okay, you too. Right <laughs> the sphere experience. Okay, remember when uh, Apple Music was like, "You all need that YouTube uh, album on your phone," yeah. and we we're all like, "No, yeah." What's going on? What kind of pull does YouTube have where they are the first on everything? We're like, they will be the first on your. 
Apple Music will be the first in the sphere. I mean, they're huh. a great band, obviously, but like, you know. I don't know. What? what? <laughs> but okay, Judith, it starts on De- uh, December 1st. So we oh, yeah. have to, we have to go to December. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, do I know U2 songs? Hmm. I'm sure. But like, what is a U2 song? Is it okay? Is this one with or without you? You know the with or without you one? No. Okay. Sorry. Yes. You go, Sashir. <laughs> is this one? It's a beautiful day. Day. Yes. It's a beautiful yes. day. <laughs> okay. okay. I know that. Okay. I know that. Okay. So in November, they just have tickets that you can buy, but it doesn't say to what it's what? for. Whoa. How funny. Let's buy a ticket to 4.30, oh, 12 p.m.? For what? <laughs> for what? What's happening? How funny. The sphere. Maybe Beyonce will listen to this podcast and be like, listen, we have mm-hmm. to go into the sphere. <laughs> uh, oh, it's at the Venetian? I thought the sphere was like its own thing. I also thought it was its own thing. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think we're gonna be able to figure it out. I think we're too far away from the date. But it got till November, no? Yeah, but then in November it was like, sorry about it. You could buy a ticket for times, not events. <laughs> we don't know what we're gonna have yet. Oh, YouTube's the whole time. Oh. YouTube is there until December. I mean, interesting. Okay, I guess. I mean, this is a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows. Aren't they old and stuff? <laughs> I have no idea who's in U2. Bono. Mm. And the guy with the hat. <laughs> the <laughs> The Edge? Is that There's someone in it named The Edge? Is that right? Yes, it's The Edge. <laughs> He's the keyboardist. Why do I know that? <laughs> wow. So Bono, Larry, The Edge, Adam, Ivan, and Dick? Yep. Wild. That's, that's you too. Wow. Who who would have and like people love them like this? I guess people love them. Yeah. I I think my knowledge of them is like, you know, peripherally. They might be played in like the grocery store or something. <laughs> the dentist's this office. So wild. I feel like every Every day I'm learning about something that everybody loves that I'm like, what? Yeah. Everyone, go- everyone, lo- they love them enough to- for them to be in the sphere for months, for like for the months. rest of the year. <laughs> Wait, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Is that that share song? I still haven't found what I'm looking. That's not the melody of that. But is share mm-hmm. that- mm-hmm. song a cover? I don't know. Let's play it. I think I only know that beautiful day one. I think so, too. It's a beautiful day. Day. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. We love you, too. We got to get this sphere. Yeah, it turns out I love them. Oh, this was in um, Runaway Bride, the opening of the movie. Oh. Oh, yes, I do know this. What's that chorus hit like? Yeah, you can f- you can fast forward to... I don't think Wait, I knew this was this you, too. this is a Cher song. Wait, so is 
did Cher do it first? Or did you two do it first? Wait, we gotta hear the chorus. For people who don't know it. Still have not found what I'm looking for. Wait, which okay, came great. first, the share or the U2? This is just like when I thought that the Beatles were stealing from Tina Turner, but it turned <laughs> out Tina Turner had just done a cover of a Beatles song. That happened to me too, also with the Beatles, where I thought <laughs> In Vogue did uh, Yesterday, and that is absolutely the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Cher did the cover of it because on here it's saying, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, was released in 87 on U2's Joshua Tree album. Wow. U2's been around that long? They've been a band since 76. <gasps> what? Whoa. Yeah. 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 They're because they're, they're an, an old Irish band. Whoa. Wild. Absolutely unhinged. Who knew? Who knew? My I can't believe it. I can't believe one of my one of my good share songs that I love is a U2 song. I guess we love them. I guess I love U2. <laughs> wow. Who knew U2? Oh my god. I saw a license plate the other day that said love U2 and I wonder if they were talking about the band U2. Oh my god. <laughs> How funny. They love U2 that much. Well then that, that makes their sense. license <laughs> Why do they have a spear show for so long? People, I guess so. Maybe we them should go. I think we should. Maybe it's a good show. Wow. It's a beautiful day. Day. <laughs> and we just sing that over every other song. We're like, that's the one we know. <laughs> They're like, please stop doing that. We're listening to the other songs. It's a beautiful day. We won't stop. <laughs> so just to wrap up the U2 thing. So U2 has released 15 studio albums. Whoa. And they're one of the world's best-selling musical artists, and they've sold an estimated 150 to 170 million records worldwide. They have won 22 Grammy Awards, and that's more than any other band. Mm. And they, they might have won more, but they, um, they were, in 2005, were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for their first year of eligibility, which some people, like, submit and submit, and they don't automatically get that, but yeah, so. Yay. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's so wild to sell that many records. And then I'm like, who are you? Do you know what I, I know. mean? It's like, I how know. does that happen? Because <laughs> there's just too much content. There's too many people. There's too much, too many things to consume. There is a lot of entertainment to consume. I guess that would, I would feel the same way if someone was like, who's Tina Turner? Or not feel the same way. I think I'd be like a gasp. I'd be like, what? You don't know who Tina yeah. Turner is? But there is someone in this world who doesn't know who she is. And that's wild. And we should find them and kill them. <laughs> kill them! Murder! Murder! Speaking of murder, I told you oh. last night on the phone that I started watching this movie about a murderous tire. And it's oh, called yes. Rubber. It is the weirdest movie I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if I could recommend it. <laughs> it is truly like an art house film about a tire that becomes sentient and then murders. Mm. And it is so strange. I can't really describe it other than, yeah, this is Rubber. <laughs> oh, this came out in 2011? Yeah, uh, 2010, I believe. Oh. Uh, yeah, and it's 
pretty Where'd wild. Where'd you even find this? Well, I was trying to find a spooky ooky for the spooky season. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just on H, it was on Max. Yeah. And uh, I was like, let's try this. And then I was like, this isn't scary, but it is strange. Hmm. Hmm. Can I see a little bit of the trailer? Hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that the tire had a name. His name is Robert. Hmm. Big dreams. There's a cop pulling this tire over, which, mm-hmm. like, no, that would never happen. No way. And that's how it kills. <laughs> this tire just flew through this is the what car. Looks like. Tire. The tire. <laughs> oh my god. But why does this tire want to murder? What happened to I you? don't know. They never... I mean, I didn't finish it, but they don't really answer the question as to why it murders. Oh, and it hurt a crow? I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, I Listen. had to turn it off because too many animals were dying. And I said to you last night, I'll say it again, the older I get, the more I'm like, we need to spare somebody. Mm-hmm. We need to spare <laughs> the <somebody>. animals. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to see anim- animals get killed or me either. It's hurt. not nice. Um, I saw a headline that said that. So I guess Disney is doing a live action version of Bambi because they're <laughs> doing live action versions of everything, mm-hmm. and they are either altering or taking out the scene where Bambi's mom gets shot. So it wouldn't like, I guess, traumatize kids, mm-hmm. which I guess is good but isn't that the whole reason bambi's alone like isn't that the whole reason like what starts the journey of the movie yeah some of the comments were like maybe his two moms will get shot (laughs) to make it woke and that made me laugh really hard (laughs) yeah the difference is now (laughs) there's two moms there's two moms that get shot double (laughs) double the sadness um i mean i think bambi's mother should get shot because (laughs) Where where is the representation for the kids' moms who got shot? Like that's where they could go to be like, wow, my mom was shot, and so is Bambi's mom. This that's true. It's not like moms don't get shot. You like moms get shot all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And we need to show. And honestly, where's the representation for it? Who's talking about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they could honestly. I haven't seen Bambi in decades. But I feel like you don't actually watch her get shot. Don't you just like hear a gunshot and like see her fall or something? Or I don't know. I can't remember. But I think so. And then Bambi's like, oh no. <laughs> and then Bambi goes and meets Thumper. Yeah. And then that becomes Bambi's chosen family. Mm-hmm. And then I think Bambi like grows up. Does Bambi fuck? Does Bambi fall in love? Bambi never gets old enough to fuck, I don't think. Ooh, but I think, okay. Or, like, I mean, uh, in the movie, I think he's still like a little kid. Mm. But uh, I think, doesn't he see his dad eventually? I feel like I have a memory of him seeing his dad from a, like, like silhouetted in the shadows. But I don't remember if he went to his dad or if he just saw his dad and was like, peace. I'm good without you, dad. Wait, Bambi has a dad? No? Or is it a father figure? Jordan, you tell us. I, I don't remember the dad. Judith, you might know the dad. But no, Bambi does get does get bigger because Bambi then has like a girlfriend. Um, oh. So he might be fucking like 
Oh, yes, there was a teenage oh, Bambi. Yeah. 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 I thought he was little the whole time. Yes, he does grow up a little bit. I yes, forget all... the ending. <laughs> yeah, I also forgot the ending. Also, Bambi was huge, I feel like, when we were kids. Why haven't I met a man named Bambi? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> huh. I mean, I guess I... I don't know if Disney movies have spawned many names because I don't think I've ever met a Simba <laughs> or or I'm, I've a met Ariel, but like those I think already existed. Like I think like Ariel was already a common name. You're but right. Maybe not. Um, I haven't met any beasts. <laughs> but Teapot. for as many Disney adults the, that exists. There should be a plethora of Disney named people. That's a good point. Which Disney name would you name your kid? Obviously Bambi. Really? Yeah, Bambi is a great name. Come on, Bambi, let's go. Bambi kind of also sounds like a stripper name. That's why I love it. <laughs> Boy yeah. or girl, I'm naming him Bambi. Bambi. Bambi um, Deuteronomy. Maybe I would do Jiminy. <gasps> Sashir, you have to have a kid. <laughs> Sashir and Jiminy. Jiminy. I like how many syllables there are. It's like one too many. Yeah, Jiminy. Jiminy. Uh, <laughs> imagine an adult named Daisy Duck. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Minnie. I feel like there's minis in the world. Mulan is a great name. Oh my God, Olaf, Mowgli. Never heard of a Mowgli, Mowgli in real life. I have. You oh. better believe, superstar Ashley Simpson, pieces of me, named her son Bronx Mowgli. How do I know that off the dome? Because she's a star, and nobody <laughs> let her be a star. <laughs> she I, is a star, and I'm ready for a comeback. Me too. Autobiography. I I encourage everybody listening to revisit Autobiography Bangers. It is yeah. a great album and her raspy voice, maybe it was auto-tune. Maybe she had a little bit of help, but who cares? It's a great album. Mm -hmm. She showed that she could hold her own and that little SNL snafu, maybe she shouldn't have done the hoedown. I think that is what killed it. I think that moment Everyone questioned her talent and integrity, which really sucks because I do think she's talented and her songs I, are good. I agree. And I really wish instead of the hoedown, she had stood there and waited for the music to turn off and said, yeah. I sing to a backing track. A lot yeah. of sing we like I sing to a backing track live and the yeah. wrong one played and let's do it. Let's hit hit the right one. Let's get one the right one. Yeah. You know, that's someone who should be in the sphere. Put <sighs> Ashley Simpson in the sphere. Sashira, <laughs> I would buy a ticket in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would pay the same price I paid to see Beyonce to see <laughs> Ashley Simpson in the sphere. Yes. Oh my God. On a Monday, Monday I am waiting. And by Tuesday, I am fading. And by Wednesday, I, I can't, can't sleep. So With good. you, I fall apart so fast. I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can remember <laughs> Ashley Simpson's album autobiography, Pieces of Me. My God. Ugh, I love her. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely due for a comeback. I think she performed with Demi Lovato earlier this year. And like, there was some hubbub about that. But then I don't think anything else happened after that. Well, I hope she's an avid listener to this podcast. And I hope that she (laughs) hears us say she needs to have a comeback. And honestly, bring Fifi Dobson out of retirement. Take me away. I would like to hear her too. (laughs) Yes, we need a pop punk. I mean, there is a pop punk resurgence already, but also we just need one specifically. But I need it to be bigger. Yeah, we need comebacks. Yes. I like I'm happy that like fun pop has made a comeback and people are like, yes, but like, give me pop punk. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Give me the Definitely. emo hair. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, my Should we do God. Crazy? Yeah. I can't stop thinking about Fifi Dobson, though. I feel like she didn't have she like really was a flash in the pan. Is that what the expression is? Like she really like came out of nowhere took over and then went away so quickly. Yeah, I think she was a one-hit wonder. I think she only had take me away. <laughs> Fifi Dobson, uh, she still lives in Canada. That's where she's from. She has a ton of shows in Canada right now. Oh. Yeah, she has. She's performing the October 16th to the 27th, like Ontario, Winnipeg, Ottawa. Oh, so Fifi Dobson left us but never left her homeland of Canada. Yes. Yeah. Is she yeah. making music for Canada? Yeah, she's still making music. Oh, God. and we don't get it over here. <laughs> I mean, you. I why don't, don't we get it over here? I just don't think they're like promoting her heavily in the U.S. <laughs> but why don't we get it here? Does it not cross the border? <laughs> it's just a little border. It's just a line. Why won't they let us have it? Please let us. Does it wash away in Niagara Falls? <laughs> oh my God, Phoebe. I guess this is what I'm going to do later. Listen to Fifi mm-hmm. Dobson. <laughs> Bye Bye Boyfriend, Ghost. I don't know any of these songs. I can't wait to listen. You don't know Bye Bye Boyfriend? <gasps> bye Bye Boyfriend. No. 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 <laughs> Judith, can you please play Bye Bye Boyfriend? Because it is oh epic. It is an epic song. Oh, this is so moody. I'm into it. It's so moody. We have to wait till the chorus. Wow, great skin. Yeah, truly. Wow, I'm sad that more of her songs didn't make it over the border. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like this. I don't think me too. Yes, Beefy Dobson. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's so cool. She's so cool. <laughs> okay, the more I think about this, the more I need her and Ashley Simpson to truly go on tour oh, together. That would be amazing. Wow. Um, oh, I'm in. What a dream. Oh. How do we let them know? How do we let them know? Yeah, guys. Write a letter to. Should I <laughs> should I call up Joe Biden and Justin <laughs> Tiberdeau? No. Timberlake? Justin who's there? Trudeau. Who's there Trudeau. Yes. <laughs> you said Timberlake. I, well, you said Timbadeau or something. I was like, <laughs> Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources 
they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their brilliant eye brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Okay. Which do you oh, yeah, want to do? our Halloween quiz. Spend the day eating fall comfort foods to find out what you should be this Halloween. Ooh. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that one. I was invited to a Halloween party by six people I don't know. And I still <laughs> haven't gotten to the bottom of it. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery of the Evi. <laughs> Sp- 
spend the day eating fall comfort foods to find out what you should be for Halloween. Don't waste any more time stressing about what you should be for Halloween. We're here to help. I'm excited to see what fall foods are. Oh, yeah. Pick your breakfast. Pumpkin muffin. That is fall. Oatmeal. Ooh, hearty. Pumpkin pancakes. Tasty. <laughs> just coffee. <laughs> you know, normally I would have just coffee, but mm-hmm. like, I think tis the season. Four? Pumpkin pancakes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I have a dream that like, I have a partner and like, Every couple weeks, I, like, wake up early and make them pancakes. Isn't that a silly dream that maybe one day will come true? I think it'll come true. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm going to have a pumpkin muffin. Oh, are you on the go? I'm on the go. I don't have time to sit down for pancakes. (laughs) You can't sit down. (laughs) You don't need a knife. I got to take this on the run. (laughs) I got leaves to go look at. You do. You're like one of those people in a big family where there's a huge spread on the table and then the dad's like, gotta get to work and just takes a coffee and a and a muffin. I know. We need to like see the after of that in movies where the mom's just like, I spent hours on this. That is very funny where she's just throwing things away and she's like, nobody ever eats anything I make. Yes. Um, <laughs> next, pick a beverage. Pumpkin spice latte. Coffee. What is it? Sponsored by Big Coffee? Yeah, so much coffee. Apple cider. Mmm. Mmm. Tea. Apple cider for me, please. Mmm. Again, I normally would say coffee, but tis the season. I'm going to have some sort of yum tea. (laughs) (laughs) Tis the season. Pick a mid-morning snack. We're still eating. (laughs) I think quiz is about eating i know but it's like we've already had breakfast and now we're having a mid-morning snack well okay i think okay so i think in this reality we've woken up at like nine or ten so in the morning we've had you've had your muffin you've had Mm -hmm. your chai Mm -hmm. and then it's like 11 30 ish oh that's still that's pretty close right i guess we woke up at eight we really woke up early (laughs) We woke up at 6 a.m., pounded some pancakes, and now hours have passed, and we're still hungry. (laughs) Um, Well, we got to pick a mid-morning. Oh, popcorn. Ew. In the morning? Yeah, in the morning? That's sick. Cinnamon sugar donuts. Candy in the morning? Sick. Or nothing. No thanks. Oh, see, Sashir, they're here for you. You said it was too early to eat again. Well, if I was up at 6 a.m. and I only had a muffin, I think I would want some sugar donuts. <laughs> um, normally I'd say no thanks, but tis the season. And, you know, I'm going to take a schneckin for the beckon. What movie is that from? Do you know? I have no idea. Does anyone know? A little schneckin for the beckon. <laughs> it's from The Birdcage. And I'm taking a cinnamon sugar donut. What's for lunch? Ew, pumpkin soup, turkey sandwich, grilled cheese, salad. You know what I've never understood about grilled cheese? Where people have tomato soup and they dip it in the grilled cheese. Or they dip the grilled cheese in the soup. I don't really understand it. I love that combination. 
It's tasty. You don't think it's like ketchup-y? Hmm. No, because it's, it's tomato-y. Mm. Which I know ketchup has tomato in it, but I guess also because it's a soup and it's warm where ketchup usually isn't. It's cold. Warm. It's cold. And I imagine the seasoning in whatever the soup is makes it taste better. Mmm. You know, I don't know if I've ever tasted the combination. I'll be honest. Okay. Okay. So that's why you don't get it. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> I'm going to have grilled cheese and add some tomato soup to it. Okay. I think that sounds good. I guess. <laughs> For you. I'm going to say a turkey sandwich because, like, turkey is good. <laughs> turkey is good. Turkey turkey, turkey's good. I yeah, like turkey. Turkey's good. Turkey's good. <laughs> um, pick an afternoon snack. Giant pretzel. Ew, candy corn. Another pumpkin spice latte? I mean, this is this is actually wild to me. Um no thanks, which is pretty funny. Yeah, just no, just nothing. No thanks. I would say a giant pretzel for me. I guess I'm gonna say a giant pretzel too, because I'm not eating candy corn. Mm-mm. And you don't want a pumpkin spice latte? Tis the season. I mean, tis the season. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've actually never had a pumpkin spice latte. I haven't either. So I guess tis the season. Let me try it. Try it. Lastly, what's for dinner? Pasta. Chili. Pizza. Macaroni and cheese. For dinner, that's it? Hmm. What? Maybe I'll have chili because it's like nice and Mm. warm and it's so cold outside and I'm trying to warm myself up from the inside out i i think i'm also gonna pick chili because it's really like tis the season hearty and (laughs) i'll tell you something i once ordered chili at a restaurant and it was so good (laughs) yeah that's great like they gave me a piece of cornbread (laughs) oh i like that and there was like sour cream and i like mushed it i was like what what Ew, good. <laughs> okay. This was the sheer. I'm a witch. Mm. Traditional yet fun. You just can't go wrong with this costume. Okay. I can be a witch. I can see that for you. <gasps> I'm a pumpkin. <laughs> just a bit spooky. <laughs> You'll certainly match this season. For whatever reason, this feels like it's trolling me. Also, the picture they have is a, with the person who has a pumpkin just on a their head. A literal pumpkin on their head. And then, like, black clothes. Well, it's kind of like Megan the Stallion. Have you seen her uh, yearly oh, Halloween picture where she wears yes. a pumpkin? That is really funny. <laughs> God, I love Meg the Stallion. Ugh. 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 Well, there you She's, go. You're a pumpkin. I'm a fucking pumpkin. I can't <laughs> fucking believe it. <laughs> This sucks. I don't want to just be a pumpkin. Get real. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Grow up, BuzzFeed. But tis the season. You know what? Tis the season. <laughs> Maybe it's good that I'm a pumpkin. Okay, all right, all right. I'm good being a pumpkin. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. It took a little bit of convincing. Speaking of Meg <laughs> the Stallion, we saw Dick's The Musical. Mm. Apparently, all I want to talk about is movies. We saw Dick's The Musical, and I need now to encourage everyone to go see it. Wait, can I? Oh, yes. They said they signed the interim agreement, so we can yes. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, our friends Josh and Aaron wrote one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And Megan the Stallion's in it, and she's fucking great. Really great. Yeah. Like, great performance. And then yeah. it's a musical, so she has her own song, and it's, like, incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible. And they only, I think they'll say this, they didn't have her for that long. And she fucking mm-hmm. delivers. Yeah. True yeah. professional. Professional. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I, I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. 
Should we help the children are the future? Help them now and let them see the way. Help the children of the future. Help them now. Help them be who they've always wanted to be. Yes. Great. Um, <laughs> Mommy McBusy, Nicole and Sashir. First of all, let me say I am a card-carrying member of your fan club. I mean, seriously, if you two started a podcast about the history of Cheers and Delta, <laughs> I'd be all in and probably something, I'd probably learn something too. I mean, Sashir and I have been going on and on about Delta changing their medallion status rules and it's, yeah. wow, we won't get into it now. <laughs> now onto the matter at hand. I need your sage advice on a friend situation that I'm unsure of how to solve. I got into this tight-knit foursome, including me, of friends from a previous job and it was all sunshine and rainbows until our dear friend let's call her mommy mcbusy decided to tie mm. the knot and welcome a tiny human into her life don't get me wrong we're thrilled for her we've even rehearsed our oohs and ahs for the baby's inevitable <laughs> cuteness overload but here's the thing mommy mcbusy has gone full on mm. hermit crab on us she's wedged herself into her cozy home and it seems like she's thrown away the key our other friend who lives almost two hours away comes to the city at least twice a week for work. So we would like to go to dinner on a week uh, on a weekday so that she's able to come as well. Mommy McBusy also drives into the city a few days a week for work. But other than that, she's planted firmly in her baby bunker. And that's where she wants us too. She's become the queen of come to my house, <laughs> the queen of the come to my house club. And as women who have chosen thus far to be child free, we don't want that to be the sole mm -hmm. option. Also, I want to mention we have all driven on previous occasions to visit her with the baby. We're all about supporting her, but we'd also love it if she'd meet us halfway. We tried everything short of hiring a skywriter to ask her, can we please go out for dinner? Just the four of us. Pretty please. But her response is always same. My schedule is too busy. Don't get me wrong. Her baby is adorable and we're glad she's settling into motherhood. But is it, too, is it too much to ask for a real conversation? If there's a reason behind this, I would love to know how we can help her. And it's not. And let's not even talk about the group chat. The tumbleweeds are practically rolling in in there while her Snapchat stories are on a constant loop. Look, I've seen friends become working moms before, and I know it's not. It's no picnic in the park. But this feels like uncharted territory. So we're turning to you, the dynamic duo of wisdom and humor, for some much needed guidance. How do we keep our friendship afloat if we feel we're the only ones that are con concerned with staying above water? Thanks in Th advance for your expert advice and keep being the podcasting legends you are. Okay. Um, I feel like if you haven't already tried it and it seems like our our listener friend has tried everything, but instead of being like, can you meet this week? It's like, can you meet four weeks from now? Mm. Mm -hmm. can you meet a month from now like yeah so maybe instead of her because also it's like she has a new baby mm -hmm. um i think it's like we tend to not think about things from the other person's perspective because yeah. this this person has a new baby and you know maybe their snapchat is showing that's all like well and good and fun but maybe they're having postpartum depression and maybe they're like sad and maybe it's mm -hmm. hard for them to leave the house so mm -hmm. maybe it's like if you give them ample time to get all their ducks in a row, um, 
And maybe that would be something for them to look forward to instead of like a shit, uh, I have to do this, you know, this week type deal. Mm -hmm. Maybe that would be helpful. Yeah. I feel like the parents who I do see in my life, they do need like time to plan because they got to get a babysitter or ask their partner if they can watch the kid or, you know, like navigation has to happen in the household before they can just leave the house and go get dinner. Which maybe you already are doing this. But I, yeah, I agree with what Nicole's saying. Maybe give like well advanced warning. And maybe you can ask the group. So just also so it's not like targeting this one friend. Like, hey, like we miss our group hangs. Can we agree on like a monthly hang? Like maybe it could be like mm-hmm. the fourth Sunday of every month. We know for sure we're all going to see each other. And if we see each other more than that during the month, that's awesome. But like... Maybe that takes a little pressure off of this newly new parent friend to be Mm -hmm. like, okay, I know I can schedule that. And then that, you know, maybe that she can include that in the schedule she already has with work, baby, partner, et cetera. And and then see how that goes. And then maybe it can increase. But also, she's a new mom. Like, Mm -hmm. of course, she wants to be home. (laughs) I feel like the parents I actually do hang out with have a couple kids like like. They're not hanging. Yes. They're not leaving their house on the first with the first kid because they're this is all new to them and they don't know yeah, and they're what the hell they're doing and they're scared. Yeah, so they're like watching every moment this kid has, to make sure they're alive and like trying to figure out how to like live their life still. And then when the second kid comes, they're like, "Oh, I know, I can leave. They'll mm-hmm. be fine." Yeah, and if it is like, come to my house, maybe there is a happy medium where it's like, "We'll come to you," but. Let's go to Chili's by you. Yeah. Or let's go to a restaurant by you. So, like, we can meet you halfway. We will come to you so you don't have to travel that far. Mm-hmm. But we, we're not going to be in your house with your baby. Yeah. I've also been to friends' places where they're like, come at this time so we can have dinner. And, like, we'll be eating dinner while I'm feeding my baby. But then right after I'm putting the baby down mm-hmm. and then we can hang out while the baby's sleeping. And I feel like that's like a nice moment as opposed to like the baby's just awake and hanging out with all these adults <laughs> where it's like, let's let's hang out close to the time when the baby's being put down. Mm-hmm. And then like we can still like hang out in the living room and drink wine and talk and stuff like that. And then the mom still feels like connected to the kid because the kid's in a, the next room or something. Mm hmm. Isn't it weird that we put babies down, but we put down dogs and they die? Yeah, why do we put babies down? <laughs> Sounds like you're just going to kill the kid. Right? But no. I put my baby down and it's like, oh my God, we can hang out what was now. wrong with it? <laughs> she was just a little too sleepy, so I put her down. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you put your baby down. Why did you, did you, was it, was she sick? Nope, sleepy. <laughs> That is so wild. A little cranky, so I put her down. So I put her right down. Oh, my God. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Weird. Um, Yeah. What other things in English mean something drastic? Oh, yeah. I hope we helped you. (laughs) I didn't mean to say it like that. I genuinely do hope we helped. Um. But yeah, what else in English? Like, I put her down. Anyway, I mean, whatever. Like break a leg? Oh, yeah. Break a leg. 
Which I don't know if this is true, but I saw a video that said someone was like, you say break a leg so that you hope someone gets cast. Like it's like it's for actors to get cast, which makes sense to me. I think in that same video, someone was like, Pinterest means pin your interest. Oh, yeah. And I fell right out of bed. And I was like, were people confused by that? (laughs) I was. Never occurred to me. Oh, no. Great big dummy over here. All right, let's listen to another question. Hell yeah. Hello. Okay, love the podcast. Love you guys. Ooh, all around. Yay. Okay. Um, I have a friend who I love. I adore. She is She's one of my really good friends from Los Angeles, um, which, um, and I met her in my 30s, which is always hard to do sometimes. And she's a boss-ass bitch, man. Like, she's fucking busy. Like, she puts on these crazy events. Um, and she like manages like a team of like hundreds of people to put on these crazy events. I'm so proud of her. The thing is that she's hella busy. Um, she's hella busy, which respect, I get it. But what bothers me is when, um, I, we have plans. She fails 90% of the time. Um, and maybe it's me. <laughs> I, I really don't think so. I think like, I'm pretty confident. Like we're, we're good friends. Like, you know, we really value each other. Um, we are very, usually pretty, like, honest, and we have very honest conversations with each other. Um, and, you know, I know a lot about her life. She knows a lot about my life. Um, you know, but she just is so busy. Sometimes she just doesn't manage. I don't think she's just, like, managing. Like, I think she wants to go out. She wants to hang out. She was very optimistic. But then when the time comes, paired with, like, how much she works, she's just like, I just can't fucking do it, you know? And that's fine. Um, and I, but I'm bothered by it. Like it really bothers me, you know. She, and she'll, like tonight we were supposed to hang out, and she just got done with this like huge festival that she put on. And I knew she was going to be exhausted. There's no way she was going to she was going to be able to do it. But I saved this time for her, and then she bails on me. And now it's Friday, and I don't have plans. And I just it bothers me. And I. No, I need to talk to her about it, and I want to do it in a way where I can come at it in a kind way, but also acknowledge how proud of her I am that, like, she's, she's, you know, she's doing these really great things, and I get it. I get it, but also, like, it's not fair to tell me and have me put my time aside and have me, you know, not do other things or not make other plans or, or get excited about seeing her when I know it's usually not gonna happen because she's just too busy and too tired um i feel like y'all could relate y'all are boss as bitches as well um and uh yeah i don't know how do i talk to her about it and then i i just really like her i don't want to hurt her feelings okay thank you i don't Hmm. think you need to worry about hurting her feelings or not Mm -hmm. because this is a relationship that you want to keep fostering and sometimes you have to have hard conversations in relationships, especially if you want them to improve. Otherwise, you could just be like, peace out. I'll never hang out with you again and find other friends. But if you actually want to keep hanging out with this person, you do need to have a talk. And and it even just like bringing it up doesn't necessarily mean like she's a bad person. But you can say like, it doesn't make me feel good. Like. It makes me feel like I'm not a priority in your life 
when you cancel on me, especially last minute, because because the, there's no thought there. She's not thinking, oh, my friend, like, she's not thinking at all. She's not like, she's. I guess she's not thinking like, maybe my friend will keep doing the activity without me, or maybe she'll find a different friend. Like, she doesn't care, or it's coming off as if she doesn't care, mm-hmm. and is just bailing. And that, and now, like you said, you have a, a Friday night that's free with no plans. So, I think, yeah, you know that you should talk to this person. I think you can come at it as like from your perspective of like, hey, I know you're busy, but when you bail on me, it makes me feel like you don't prioritize me or my time. And I like hanging out with you. I think you like hanging out with me. And I just want you to communicate more. Like if you really don't think you can do these plans, I would rather know well in advance as opposed to day of so I can find someone else to go do these things or figure figure out if I want to do something else entirely um and you can even if it if this is your reality like for me I feel like I would be I would feel like I don't even want to ask this person to do things anymore because I Mm -hmm. expect them to cancel all the time which you can say too like I would I want to keep hanging out with you is why I keep asking but if you keep bailing it makes me less inclined to do that and that makes me sad Mm -hmm. um I know that me personally, I overpromise things to people. Mm-hmm. I say, oh, I'll be back on Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday night I can hang out knowing full well that either I'm going to be exhausted or bail. And mm-hmm. Mono recently texted me and was like, do you want to hang out this day? And I was like, I get back that day. And he was like, well, do you want to tentatively plan something? And you let me know when you land how you're feeling. And I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. And that might be, it is annoying that it's a step that you might have to take with your friend. But you did say that she planned a festival and she might be tired from it. And then she bailed. So Mm -hmm. did you just set yourself up to be disappointed by making plans with her, knowing that she's going to be tired and she's going to bail because that is the behavior that she has exhibited currently and she is fulfilling a prophecy that's in your head already so maybe it's like hey i know we made plans you just planned this festival do you think you're going to be tired should we move this to three days after you've done that or what's a day that you have literally nothing you've done nothing the day before you have nothing the day after where we know that we're going to hang out and uh nothing will come in the middle of it mm-hmm. uh because i i do I do think you understand what's going on and I know it's not your job to be like, let me work around what this person says that they are capable of doing. But I know for me personally, I tend to promise everybody everything and it's, it's really hard to deliver that. Yeah. Yeah. I think all those things can happen. I think you can also be aware of how you're planning things. If this person tells you their schedule and it's busy and then you could be like, Oh, maybe I should I should have the foresight to know maybe they will bail on this this date. Mm-hmm. And I think you should also tell this person how you feel yes. because maybe that'll help them be more conscious as well. Like everyone can do their job. Mm-hmm. You can think about their schedule. She can think about your time and hopefully a compromise can be made and and people can be more truthful in the future as far as like when they can hang out and when they can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get better at it personally. Yeah. Do you do you have an idea why you over uh promise things or over what's what did you how'd you phrase it? Over like you, you like overcommit over to me. 
Um, yeah. I think it's because one, I'm a people pleaser. Two, um, I'm gone so much and I do so many things that I'm like, I do want to hang out with my friends. Mm -hmm. So it's like, especially if I'm like, I love this person and I want to see them. Um, I tend to uh, say, yes, I can do it all when it's like, yeah. mm, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, you'll be tired. You'll be so sleepy. Mm -hmm. Solved. Okay. Solved. Okay. Dear Nicole and Sashir, you two are the best. Thank you for your podcast. Listening to you and your amazing friendship brings me so much joy. It reminds me of the power of great friendship. You're both hilarious, gorgeous, radiant beings. <laughs> my shit. <laughs> I lost my closest friendship last year. She and I had been friends since middle school. We lived in the same neighborhood, went to the same college together. We lived together. We were inseparable. Then the pandemic happened and she went through some major life mental health relationship stuff with her husband. Her husband was my friend too, though not as close as, as a friend as she and I were, of course. They'd been together for over a decade at this point, so I knew him really well. Basically, as the trouble in their relationship got worse, they took their anger, anger out on me. I'll spare you the details, but there was a lot of manipulation and... It's a way overused term, but I swear it's true here. Gaslighting. I guess maybe they took out their own shit on me because I was their only common close friend. I finally confronted them about it, and my best friend denied it all, said I was being overly emotional and that I had a codependent relationship with her. Honestly, she was the more dependent one. She blamed me for leaving the city when COVID hit and said she felt like I had abandoned her. abandoned her. Even though my partner has severe asthma and was terrified of staying here, and I invited her and her husband to come with us to the countryside. Also, we were only gone for three months and then came right back to the city. I heard her out. We took space. We tried to talk again. Didn't get anywhere. Took space again. Tried to talk again. Not great. She never got really honest with me and never apologized for her actions. And now the friendship feels very much over. We haven't spoken in almost a year. It's heartbreaking. I know I did all I could to fight for, our, for the relationship, but it still hurts. Anyway, I was wondering if you had any advice for someone who has lots of close friendship. I've been doing much better, but it feels like the hardest breakup I've ever been through. Thanks for reading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does suck that it's like it's been a year and it still hurts. But mm -hmm. I get that somebody that you were super, super close to and you stopped speaking to. It's like tons of stuff reminds you of that person. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I'm like the advice is like all the quintessential things. It's like live your life, diva. Go do fun things. Try to make different friends. But I don't know. I, I It's sad. It is sad. It is a breakup. And I think like any relationship time will help. I don't know if I'll get rid of it completely. But like I think eventually you'll be like, oh, I guess I don't think about her that much or mm -hmm. this person. Um, I had a friendship falling out with somebody and I thought about them a lot and I was very sad whenever I thought about them mm -hmm. and things re remind me of this person. And then I think I also would remember like how good I feel without this person in mm -hmm. my life because that person did cause stress and it was nice to feel like, oh, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Or like my how great my other relationships are or how much 
better they make me feel. And and then eventually a time came where it's like, oh, I hardly think about this person at all. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I don't really know when that tra- transition happened or how long it took. But yeah, I think it's okay to be sad about it because it is sad. But then I think, you know, everything you described to us doesn't sound healthy or no fun or kind or loving. So it's like you can remember those moments too and be like, it's sad that I lost this person because I did love them, but also they did these things that made it not feel really good to be in the relationship. So maybe it's for the best that we're not that close anymore. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's like you miss them, but I think you're right, Sashir. It's like you need to think about how you feel. Do you Mm -hmm. feel better not speaking to this person? Do you feel less stressed? Do you feel less anxiety? And it's like, and if the answer is yes to any of those things, it's like, oh, this might be for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Solved. Solved. If you have things you want to know about, Sashira Nicole at gmail.com is the email. 424-64, no, 645-7003 is the number you can call or leave a voice memo. And if you have things you want to buy, we have <gasps> merch at podswag.com slash best friends. If you got stuff you want to read, we have stuff to read. Oh, no. We have transcripts for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at Earwolf.com. Lastly, if you want ways to support this show, you can rate, review, and subscribe. That's well, Sashir, that. that's well, it Nicole. for us. From you and yours, see you later. <laughs> see you later. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.